This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Stephen Pesavento. For as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Investor Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pesavento. And each week, we share mindset tips and real estate investing strategies to help you take your business and your passive portfolio to the next level. And today, I've got a very special guest and friend, Laurel Langmeyer, in the studio with me today. How are you doing, Laurel? I'm good. Thanks for having me back, actually. It's exciting to be here. Well, I'm excited to dive in. You spent months, probably years, gathering these lessons and skills you're going to be sharing. Uh, that's going to be part of a new book that you're going to, uh, that is releasing uh, right now. And tell us the name of that book. It's Make Your Kids Millionaires. In fact, I brought the, this is our final manuscript. So yes, it is a big one. So it's the fourth book of my Millionaire Maker series. And uh, it's How to Make Your Kids Millionaires. So makeyourkidsmillionaires.com uh, is the site. And we're going to talk about how I made my kids millionaires. My co-author, Kyle, um, has set up, you know, techniques and skills and strategies on how you can do the same. And, you know, Stephen, I just want to, I always want to qualify. If you don't want to, you or your kids to be a millionaire, if you're not yet, uh, which a lot of people aren't, don't back off. This is a tell-all step-by-step guide for the parents on how to set up their, their really their life and their children's life. Yeah. Well, I think it's such an important idea because so many of our listeners need these skills for themselves individually, but there's some strategies within this book that are going to allow each of you as listeners and have allowed you to make millions of dollars and make each of your kids millionaires. So I'm excited to dive into that. But for those of you who don't know Laurel, she's a five times New York bestselling author. Uh, she's been teaching people about how to become a millionaire, how to become wealthy and how to start thinking differently, which is why we have so much in common. And I love to be able to share some of those lessons that she's learned over the years, worked with Rich Dad, uh, the Rich Dad companies and have helped thousands and thousands of people really completely change their life financially. So Laurel, tell us why this was such an important topic for you to dive into and cover. Uh, well, as I looked around to other books and other, I'm going to say even gurus, and like I said, I worked with Rich Dad, Poor Dad brand from 96 to 2000, the how to, and I case the validation of the strategies that we talk about in this book are just, are they're pivotal and they're not taught. So why am I passionate about it? Is financial literacy needs to be in the home of every family and the schools are not going to do it. Even if the schools did do it, they're not going to do it the, the right way. Um, you know, they're going to really water it down. And this is really the books to tell all on, you know, from how do you live a corporate life? How do you uh, create generational wealth? Uh, I started parenting as a single mom, 1999. I knew I was going to be a mom and he wasn't ready to be a dad. So away I went. And I think for me, Stephen, it was just proving that, you know, when you read Think and Grow Rich and you read a lot of these, you know, books, can this actually be done? So for me, it was an experiment. Can I actually employ my kids? Can I do the strategies that I talk thoroughly about in the book? Um, you know, make them very successful and really, yeah, I shouldn't say just me, make them successful, provide the opportunity for them to step in and become very responsible, very successful, not spoiled, but smart and uh, 
taking on these strategies. Uh, and what's going to be great is they're going to carry it forward for generation to generation. I mean, that's the book for me is very generational. Most families, Stephen, the statistic is 2.3 generations. So what that means is that my kids' kids would blow the, the money, right? And then it's over. So usually somewhere in that two to three years, you know, generations down, money's gone. I mean, we're here in Northern Nevada and I'm watching two billionaire families, two billionaire families on generation three, blow it all. In fact, they're divesting mm-hmm. every trust, they're liquidating, and no one's really going to win. In fact, most of the kids, except for a few, will, won't even come out millionaires from billionaire families. So I, it's critical. I think that it's not taught, number one. Um, no one's teaching it accurately and in thorough detail. And that's really what I wanted to provide for people is a really step-by-step guide. How do you do this if this is interesting? And if you don't want to be a millionaire, at least get financial literacy around your kitchen table and in your household. Yeah, I think there's so many lessons within this book. I'm excited for it to finally be out and people should definitely encourage you guys to go grab a copy. I've been perusing through it myself and it's full of gems. Um, But, you know, I just to kind of add on to that, when I'm talking to people who are running family offices, one of the biggest fears is that most millionaires are first generation millionaires. And for people to be able to create generational wealth and pass that along to their family, there's always that challenge of, how do I teach my kids who didn't go through the same hardship that I did? How do I teach them the same lessons and create that same drive? I'm curious, Laurel, for somebody like yourself, you know, you, you grew up, you were a single mother, uh, you made millions of dollars, you've been teaching other people to do that. How do people pass along and how did you pass along some of those lessons to your kids without giving them everything and making them actually start understanding what money is all about? Oh, great question. So again, this was uh, in, in the dedication in the book is uh, Kyle and my, you know, thanking our kids for being our experiments. Um, so some, you know, I'd say more uh, more stuff worked, you know, that I tried and, and worked out. And I really challenged my advisors, my CPAs, my lawyers, and why can't I do it this way? Why has it never been done this way? I mean, if you look at the IRS code, you can do this, you can pay your children when they're born. So when Logan was born in 1999, I mean, he was immediately employed. Um, and I talk about how you legally do that between zero and, and seven. And with that employment check, you get them a Roth IRA. And then if all you did between zero and 20 is give them $500 a month to fully fund a Roth at 6,000 a year, right? That's if that's all you did and invest that properly, they'd be a millionaire. That's one strategy. That's just one. That's the one and done. So when people freak out and are you know worried about college expenses, that's just lack of planning. I, I mean, I'm just so passionate about it. So what I did with my kids is I took them with me. And I think that was a huge change in 1999 for a lot of people to see me, single mom, baby Bjorn. I mean, I was on CNBC. Uh, my daughter was three months old. My son was seven. They were in the green room. I remember Phil Town, David Bach, uh, Barbara Corcoran really like, what do you, it's like, uh, this is called breastfeeding. This is called parenting. I had a nanny with me. I just brought them along. I brought them on the journey. They've traveled six continents with me. and. I just made it part of the conversation. They've seen me in boardrooms. They've seen me negotiate. They've seen me, you know, rehabbing apartments in Oklahoma from, you know, being out uh, like in the field. They've seen, they've seen it. So you just bring them along. And then I have a lot of structure that we talk about in the book on how, how you never pay a kid an allowance. So at four years old, I made this up with my son, Logan. And I said, you know, you, there's house chores just because you live here. And then above house chores, how much money, you know, you can make as much as you want. So I've always had the abundant 
You can make as much as you want. You have to just do the tasks. So I never pay an allowance because an allowance is like a fixed paycheck and it's not associated to really any, you know, tasks. So we would negotiate age appropriate things extra to do. And I mean, by the time he was 12, 13, 16, I mean, he was driving, he was, uh, you know, (laughs) giving ski lessons. He was math tutoring. Um, my son does, or my daughter does the same now she's 15. So my kids are 15 to 22 and they've been an extraordinary experiment. So I think there's just a lot of responsibility consequence behavior in it. So you're going to see the book is a lot of parenting. You had asked before the show, you know, if you're out there listening and you're not a parent, I would go through the book from the zero. It's age. It's age specific. What do you do at zero? What do you do at one, two, three, every age to 18? It's a big book. It's a 300 page book uh, put out by McGraw Hill. Hardback book. Um, You want a hardback because you want this. You want stickies. You want notepads. You want markers. You know, I say you want to be writing this. This needs to be a guide of what do you need to be doing to make yourself, you know, a better financial foundation, if not a millionaire. So we'd go through uh, age by age. As far as the responsibility, I mean, by 10 years old, I teach a car account process where you all match however much you want to put away toward a car. You have six years to do it. And you can put away 2000 I'll match you at 2000 You can put away $10,000, i will match you at 10000 And that's the cap. You can have a $20,000 vehicle. So there's a lot of very responsible rules that I lay into the book of how I made it up. And well, I, spoiled brats. <laughs> well, I think that, I mean, that's so key, right? Like, when you're growing up and you're, you grew up, maybe if you grew up like I did, where you didn't have a lot, it was a very working class mindset. I remember growing up is very, you know, middle-class mindset about money. And I definitely learned, don't talk about money. Yeah. Don't ask people about money. Don't ask people what they make or how they made it or what they're doing or what they're investing in. And, and still with some family members, it's still that way, but yeah. I've definitely learned a different way of thinking. So how do you recommend talking to kids when it, it comes to money. And at what age does it make to start bringing them into the conversation about how money is made and, and starting to develop that financial literacy? Three, four, five. I mean, especially so like we would travel over the world. So we would have money from across the world and we would have, you know, just, we would talk about currency. I mean, from coin to to paper to some of it's made out of cotton. I mean, we would just, I mean, money's a currency to have the like you want to buy what you want. Right. I mean, you got to have the currency. Now, digital currency is a whole nother piece. We touch on it a little in the book. Um, and as we move into the book being brought out, it's, all, it's coming out Mother's Day week. So May 10th, specifically, it will be in all the bookstores across the country. But as it comes out, then the, the, the website's going to become a checklist and a resource guide for the things that are here to come. Right. NFTs, digital currency. So when my kids were young, I mean, we traveled a lot. and We just talked about money. I always I let them hold money. I let them handle money at a very early age. I would put them in front of me and I would take them, whether it's to the bank and I'd sit them up on the counter old school style and they would make their little deposits with their cash or their checks or whatever money they had. So mm-hmm. I would involve them in the transaction so they weren't scared of it. We would just talk about it. We would talk about what do you want to buy? Well, how much does that cost? And how do we want to make the money to have that? And then we would brainstorm. And uh, at about four years old, four or five years old was really probably the defining time when with my son, uh, every year at the end of the year, we would do goal setting. And I started goal setting with my kids really, really young. My, my daughter was born into it, where we re- reflect on what was you know great about the year. What do we want for this year? What are some things that are different this year because you're older 
um, stronger, different, more skill sets can drive, uh, where they can actually make more money. What else could they do? So we just have it be part of our family conversation. Um, I'm a huge fan of games. What I did for the Rich Dad group was I was the master distributor of the cash flow game. So I would say, go back to Monopoly. I mean, one of the first questions mm-hmm. that I get from a lot of parents buying the book right now, Stephen, is I've never talked about money in my family. How do I even begin? This is awkward. I'm going to get this book. And we've never had this conversation in our family. Mm-hmm. I said, so get the book and just start reading some chapters, even just a, even a little bit, a couple pages, and let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And there'll be so many resources and guides. And I have a massive YouTube channel. I have a massive podcast. So, you know, I have a lot of supplemental, you know, support that'll be around the book to help. Um, But get Monopoly, put it around the kitchen table, put cash flow. If you see up here, I have a millionaire maker game. So bring money and bring money making into a positive thing. You can have anything you want. We just have to make the money. So how should we do it? And with kids, you know, here's, here's one thing. Like my kids always wanted the latest and greatest, right? Device. And so early on, nine, 10 years old, I said, well, then you have to make half the money to pay for it. Like what you want is different than what you need. And so that conversation is very detailed in the book to have kids realize, like, if I want a bigger life, then I'm going to go out and make some money. And then we'll have mentoring moments, right? So mom mentoring moments where my kids can come and say, okay, mom, I want to make an extra several thousand dollars. Now my kids are older and they'll brainstorm. Well, how could you do that? And what could you do to, you know, to create that extra money? And then at, at 18 years old, I gave my son an LLC. So he signed in. So he has deductions now. So they learn that early on, you start debit and credit card use as early as 13. Um, and yes, that means the kid will have your credit card parents, but you're staging them properly to have amazing credit scores and access to capital at 18 years old. And some of you parents out there will listen and say, that's really aggressive. Most parents send their kids off to colleges. You know, Stephen, I think, you know, I grew up in Nebraska. Sounds like we're both kind of grew up similar. Um, Mm -hmm. Where here's your first credit card. I wasn't even given a credit card. I just kind of applied myself and figured it out. Like, okay, I got some credit. I got so many kids that I met at school had never learned about making money on their own because they didn't have to. They weren't forced to. I started working when I was 12. I was actually working much, (laughs) much younger for a couple dollars an hour. But I learned very early about making money, but I learned about earning money. I didn't learn about creating money. I didn't learn that until much later. But something I really want to underline here that I thought was really important is the conversation that you're actually having is not about what you can afford, but it's how you can afford it and brainstorming about how to come together and how that can be possible. And then they can actually use that creativity. And you're really almost getting them to start building that kind of critical thinking and deciding, well, what's most important? What do I want to go through in order to get that thing? I really like that. And I want to get into two of your favorite strategies from the book. I know we've talked about a couple, but before we do, I know that you've put together a very special package that we're giving away for anybody who buys a book. And I want to make sure people can get the link to that because it's special. Uh, you know, We're at Investor Mindset, just want to get this book out to as many people as possible because I know it's going to make an impact. But tell people about those bonuses and, and how they get access to them uh, for yep. listening to the show. Absolutely. So makeyourkidsmillionaires.com forward slash Stephen, right? So we uh, know that you're all uh, ben, you came from uh, his podcast because we want to we want to know that. But when you go to our page, you're going to buy a book. It's twenty five dollars plus shipping and handling. But for doing your pre order, 
we're going to give you massive bonuses. So $1,497, so almost $1,500 of bonuses. There's a kid's financial filing cabinet my daughter and I made, which gives you four components. So as your kids make money, where do they put it? From charity, um, I teach at 10 years old, cost of goods and expenses, right? That's got to come out of their their you know, their entrepreneurial venture. How do they make money long-term? What do they put money uh, long-term, short-term? So there's a financial filing cabinet for the kids that you can be very collaborative with. It's very fun to build. Um, has a little bit of vision board inside of it. Uh, never pay your kids an allowance. So it's actually the tasks and the process of how to do that. Probably the biggest bonus that will come once you receive your book is Kyle and I, my co-author is uh, an Air Force fighter pilot, fighter pilot training uh, trainer, retired, of 25 years. So how he worked with his kids on financial literacy is different than how I did mine. So what's great about the book of these two stories, two different paths, you're going to pick a plan and you're going to go for it. So what he and I are going to do is we're going to have a master class. So once you get your book in hand, which will be around the end of May, because it, it actually gets released uh, Mother's Day week, then in June, July, we're going to have a master class where you'll be invited to bring your book ask questions, and then we're going to guide you through how do you put this financial foundation and these conversations in your household. So the masterclass is probably the biggest thing. But between now and then, I gave, like, this is a massive gift. I uh, have another book called Put More Cash in Your Pocket. And I actually dissected it for eight hours. And how do you and your family make an extra $500,000, $5,000 a month? Right. So the uh, put more cash in your pocket, which is right here. I'm going to give you a copy of my other book and eight hours of me telling you, how do you put more cash in your pocket? This exact conversation we're just talking about. And, you know, inside that skill set, Stephen, of putting more cash in your pocket and teaching those kids how to make money is negotiating. So I know you're going to ask me about you know some strategy. I love negotiating with kids. And so, so some people, they'll look at my kids and they say, your kids are really mouthy. I said, they're not mouthy. They're negotiating. Like I'm teaching, like you said, critical thinking skills, decision-making skills, you know, trial and error. There's a, there's well, a I lot. Just think, I just want to cut in here, Laura. I mean, it's, it's, if you guys find what we're talking about today, interesting, go out and buy a copy of the book for $25. You're going to get hours and hours of training, but most yeah. importantly, one lesson from this thing could make you millions of dollars if not thousands of dollars, it's an absolute no brainer. So if you're here, you're listening because you like education, you want to move forward. I encourage you to go grab a copy at that link. We'll include it in the show notes. Um, but I just want to kind of really enforce that because it comes to a lot of people come to learn things. They come to soak in new information, but I find sometimes people are here for entertainment and it's great to be entertained, but we really want some, some actual nuggets that people can apply. So Laura, what do you think are two or three of your favorite of those actual nuggets that that people can really dive into once they get a copy of the book? But a little yeah. preview right now. I'll give them a little preview. And I do just want to reinforce that $1,500 bonus package. It goes away when the book's released. So then you actually have to buy the masterclass for $1,000. So like Steven said, for 25 bucks, go get the book, go get all the bonuses, and you'll start consuming them right now. The strategy that the few that I like the most, I mean, it is in that category of uh, never pay your kids an allowance, but it's, it's negotiating the tasks at age appropriate, you know, stretches. And one of the things that I do is I say, design your paycheck, meaning design your monthly income. So how much money do you want to make? And, you know, for somebody who's 10, 11, 12, and they have some technical skills, I mean, my daughter's a great little video editor. And then she had to go out online and say, well, what do other video editors make? Just because you're 10 and 12 doesn't mean you make $5 and $10. So I think for a lot of you, your kid's skill set is as good as an adult's, 
right? Same with tutoring. Like when my kids both started doing some tutoring, you know, it, they're not making 10, 15, $20. If a math tutor is making 50 and they're comparable, make 50. So what was fun is the strategies of growing the, the self-worth, the negotiating price of what I'm worth and what I can charge. And it's just not an hourly minimum wage because of my age. So I love that piece. And that is defined, that will define your children. And honestly, for mm-hmm. a lot of parents, it should define you. And women, I do a lot of work. I mean, yesterday was International Women's and I was on broadcasts all day because women, they don't, they don't charge for what they're worth. So I think the charging and negotiating strategies for pricing in the book is really great. Um, the other one I have to do, I'm going to kind of go to the end at 18 years old. So what I did when Logan was born, it was, I was a real estate millionaire that year, 1999 was my millionaire year. And I had a lot of apartments. So some of those LLCs that held those, I knew in my mind, I was going to give to Logan as part of his generational wealth. So when he's 18, he signed into those. Now, can you imagine those of you who are more financially literate listening an 18 year LLC with the 18 year millions of dollars of finance that have run through it, what that provides for him starting life. See, most people don't have a starting point in life. And I know for me, I walked out with over six figures of student loan debt, and it took Mm -hmm. me through my 20s to get rid of it. I mean, it was just this burden that I started life with. And I just remember that being so vivid that I didn't want that for my kids. So we have a very different negotiation about, you know, school and grades and performance. And, um, and for that, they, you know, get deductions. So my son, who also is my business partner is going to school and like, I'll go down to Georgia. I teach a I do a lot of pro bono and free work to the student athletes where he goes to school in Georgia. And I'm going to go down and see my partner. He's also my son, but it's a tax deduction. And that's what I need people to hear. There's a way to put your kids through college as a partner in a responsible way. Just when you read it, you're, I think your mouth will be wide open. You'll say, oh my gosh, I could have, should have. And this isn't a blame thing. Like, how are you? Here's the, you know, the flip side of that, Stephen, is I hear parents say, well, I didn't do any of that. So I already screwed it up. You didn't screw it up. You did what you did. You're right. I call it. So what now? What? So you did what you did. That's all you knew. Now you have no excuse because you got to tell all book from zero to 18. And I would just go back. Um, one of the biggest strategies in there is just go back and start putting the right things in place, put in the right bank accounts, put the Roth IRA, put the employment in place, you know, put the debit card, give them a debit card, have them reconcile their bank accounts. I mean, start some very responsible. And it's not like it's a job. You're, you're either doing this or not doing this. And most people, as you know, Stephen, don't do it. Most people walk around completely financial literate, illiterate. And I just, it's, I'm so passionate about helping people wake up. Yeah. It's a no brainer to learn some of these skills so that you can use them yourself as a parent, but then you can actually teach that and pass that along. I think that's really big. So when it comes to this idea of paying your kids, it seems crazy. I mean, what are you paying a three-year-old for? I I, I don't understand. How do you put someone on payroll that was just born? Uh, Well, and I have a ton of clients who do the same thing. So between zero and seven, they can model. So they can be little models. And so in all of my books, my kids have pictures. My kids have acknowledgments. Um, I use a lot of their work. So what I do with a lot of families, like I have a lot of military families. I'll give them as an example. And right now, one family that I'm speaking of, they had a new baby last year and they have a three-year-old. So they put out, and I encourage all my clients to put out a corporate calendar. So 
throughout the whole calendar are pictures of the kids and they're in real estate. So uh, they're military, they're pilots, and they are in real estate. So there's a variety of pictures. It's all sponsored and supported by their company, which is legal, and they are models. So there are online modeling agencies. You can sign your kids up for online modeling agencies, and then you involve them. I mean, my kids have both had full photo shoots, um, been involved in this whole conversation of financial literacy. So again, I've taken them along. And uh, you can employ them to about $7,200, which is mm. perfect because 6,000 of us going to their raw. So again, mm. this is staging late game wealth for them early in their life, early, early, early in their life. That's so what do you say, what, what do you say to all the, the folks out there who are listening? I mean, majority of our audience are credit investors. They, you know, they, they are millionaires, but there's many that aren't. There's many people who are aspiring to be there. They want to, they're working a job, they're earning some income. Maybe they're trying to get a business off the ground. Maybe they haven't gotten there yet. I mean, what are some of those first steps to really have them step into that millionaire maker mindset? Well, first go get the book because I can tell you for beginners that aren't millionaires or accredited yet, this is probably one of the most like easily simple how-to books and you get it as a bonus when you buy my the next book coming. And in put more cash in your pocket to what's the first thing is what can you do to put more cash in your pocket? So there's a skill set analyzer, like everyone could do something, right? I mean, there's something you're all got, you got brains, you got experience. So what could you do to help another person? What's a product you could support? I didn't have products in the beginning. I sold Robert Kiyosaki and Sharon Lecter stuff. I sold the Rich Dad Poor Dad stuff when I launched um, because I was working at Chevron for a little minute. So I, I had an employee job for a little minute. Um, and then when I you know, went to work for them, I sold their stuff. I didn't have stuff until into the 2000s. So sell someone else's stuff that you're in love with, sell you know, products, services. I mean, I have people selling the CBD. I mean, I got green superfoods. I mean, I, whatever you want to sell, but you have to sell something, a product or a service. So in the Put More Cash in Your Pocketbook, I help you analyze what you do sell. Here's the one big tip I got to tell a lot of beginners is make it simple. So many People look at Shark Tank and some of the other shows that are on and they want to have, you know, a huge launch and they want to raise a lot of capital to do their first launch. I would say your first entrepreneurial venture, for those of you who haven't been out, and especially if you're in real estate, because I know you are real estate centric and so am I, be on someone else's team for a while. So just go out cold on your own and try to figure this out. It's risky. The risk is in doing it yourself. The risk is not in partnering with Steven and his team, partnering with me and my team. Like we have teams of people. I mean, be on someone's team, see how actually transactions uh, occur. A lot of my companies, we provide internships. In fact, we're heading into spring break next week. I got interns going around the country um, who are actually going to be working in our construction firm in Kansas. They'll be working um, in you know different companies doing real work so they can actually see in the streets how deals get done. But as far as being an entrepreneur, pick something simple. Do something simple in the beginning because I have to teach you to be an entrepreneur. And most people, you know, it's the big challenge we're against, Stephen, is we're so employee trained, not entrepreneurial trained. And entrepreneurial skills require marketing, sales, and cash flow. And I can tell you, my son's getting a finance and accounting bachelor's degree, never has been taught what I teach because he's right. School teaches you to be an employee, right? He's going to go up and be a CPA. That's what he wanted to go do, um, which is great. But he's going to come back out and run companies the way I teach. He'll be amazing CPA, probably to family offices, and we'll have to hook, up, hook him up with people that you're working with too, Stephen. Mm -hmm. So I think for a lot of you is pick something simple and then get in the entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, one of the things too, 
that, you know, I do every three weeks is I do a marketplace where I really teach people how to make that first money. Because that first money is the hardest money as an entrepreneur you'll ever make. Because you've never, like you said, we're taught to earn it as a job. We're not taught to create it. And creating cash flow when you get that skill set, you're set for life. You can go anywhere in the world. You can work anywhere in the world because you know how to create new cash for yourself. And it's a skill you have to learn. Yeah, just like any skill. I think when people hear what you're sharing, they think to themselves, you know, I hear this because I hear this pushback in a lot of clients, people who are like up and coming, people who I'm giving, you know, free give back discovery call who isn't quite ready, you know, to work on a very high level. And they're like, hey, I'm getting started, but I don't believe I'm good at sales. I mean, what do you say to that? You haven't been taught. You're not good because you don't know yet. So just like anything, you're not taught properly. Anyone can sell. I've taken complete people who say, oh my God, I'm introverted and I don't, you know, can't pick up the phone to picking up the phone and making six and seven figures and doing high ticket closes and raising capital for multi-million dollar real estate deals. So you just haven't been taught is what I would say to that. Selling is everything. You guys selling is one of the most important skills to be able to develop. Well, this has been amazing. Laurel, what do you want to leave folks with when it comes to this idea of making your kid a millionaire and what kind of action should people take? Go buy my book. Go get the book, go get the bonuses um, of all the bonuses. Dig into this one first. You get a free copy of this. This is normally 20 bucks. So go get this, put it in your life and make financial literacy critical. And the, and the one group that I do want to just speak to in your audience are those accredited millionaires. Are you really going to leave this to uneducated kids? You got to get the book. You've got to like, and I'm going to say, make your kids. I mean, you can put it through trust documents and corporate structure documents that your kids have to be financial literacy to receive your wealth. Um, and my kids are really clear. You ask my kids if they're millionaires and they know today, like on paper, if I pass, yes, not till I do. Like my son's very clear. He's like, it's my mom's money. It's not mine. She said, my mom's rich. I will be <laughs> like super clear how this thing goes. And I would just say to you, parents, don't leave it to a bunch of brats. Just don't. And if you don't want to train, give them to me. I always love to train kids. Love that. They don't might necessarily like it, but we'll get them all straightened out. Where, do they, get Where do they get a copy? Uh, MakeYourKidsMillionaires.com forward slash Steven. And again, it'll be in the show notes and uh, go grab a copy right now. It's only 25 bucks and yeah, it and will be, it's, it's going to change your life with money. And something else that's pretty wild that you're doing. I haven't seen this done uh, yeah. Uh, in a lot of spaces is you're actually, you've got a, an NFT collection that has a ton more bonuses and some very high level stuff. So if, if you guys are into that space, you're really looking to go to another level, definitely go to that link uh, and get yourself a copy. Laurel, super appreciate it. Love learning from you, learning with you and being able to share these lessons with other people. So, you know, thanks for taking uh, the countless hours to put this stuff into an actionable format for people to, to, to get a copy themselves. So makeyourkidsmillionaire.com slash Steven. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level. 